This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Pastor Michael, it is great to have you back in the studio after your vacation. I am very glad to be back. I got to say, we, um, I, I got to be candid. I didn't go on a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Well, listeners, we hope you didn't buy into that funny little episodes that we had. Uh, But what we did do, um, in all seriousness, is uh, we spent um, some time in St. Joseph, Michigan on the beach and in Detroit at a pool, not on the beach. There are no good beaches in Detroit. (laughs) Let's be straight. Um, Here on beach in in, uh, northern Michigan and Petoskey in northern Michigan. We had an amazing time. And just I think we swam almost every single day. And uh, it was just a Your good time. Your kids have to, got great tans. Oh my gosh, they have the best tans in the world. Oh goodness, I'm jealous. But um, they, uh, um, yeah, we just played and swam, and and uh, I think summer gets really, really chaotic. Um, I, I kind of think in my brain every summer it's going to get calm and level and normal. But I, I should take my own advice. We tell um, other pastors in our church when people's lives calm down, our lives go crazy. Yep. And when people's so lives true. go crazy, our lives kind of just, you know, calm down. So, um, the two times a year where there is the least to do as a pastor is August and December when everyone else is getting ready for school or Christmas or whatever it is. And, and so I think I, I should have just probably recognized that when everybody's on vacation and doing their stuff, that's when kind of our world gets a little bit nuts. And mm-hmm. so, uh, it was really good. Took a couple weeks and just played and hung out and reconnected and loved it. And I'm ready to be back. Um, yeah, I need something sure. to do other yeah. than play. I am made for more than play. <laughs> well, your kids <laughs> loved it having you around. Yes, and uh, that that's the thing too. In the school year, there's a rhythm, and yes. uh, we know where we're going to be every night. In the summer, there's just no rhythm. And um, by the time this airs, we will have already. Um, Started school, which right. is crazy. I mm-hmm. just, I yeah, whatever. So um, that rhythm is back, and my family just needs rhythm. Kids need kids need rhythm, and so happy to give it to them. And so it was awesome. And Tim, thanks for holding the fort down. Uh, my no, pleasure. No, nothing crazy <laughs> happened. Uh, the entire foyer was revamped by the time I came back. Oh, I, yeah. I hold you fully accountable for that, but it looks amazing. So. <laughs> we but, got some great guys taking care of that. Project. Yes, and I've been watching these questions come in chomping at the bit to answer them. You guys took a couple <laughs> questions last week. I'm like, oh, I wanted to answer that one, but you guys did amazing. So thanks for covering all the ground. And and uh, I'm excited for today's question. And it actually stumped me for a little bit um, today and tomorrow, because really this is two questions that we broke up into, or one question that we broke up into two questions. Into two questions. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're ready for the question? Right? I think so. I know you're ready to jump in there. So I'm let's ready, do baby. It. Let's okay. do it. Here's the question. Is it okay to be a Christian and not read the Bible? All right. So I'm going to give you the easy answer. No. no, under any circumstance, no. And um, you know, so we get like we're Christians, we get a bad rap for being like legalistic sometimes. And you know, you always tell me I got to read the Bible every day, pray every day. It's like, well, there's a little song that we 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 teach our kids when they're you know in, in very early ages: read your Bible, pray every day, and you'll grow, grow, grow. Yep. And, and and I know some of the listeners know that song, some of the listeners don't. But we taught I've that. Never heard it. No, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> we taught that to our kids when they were old enough to you know sit still long enough to start singing. Yeah. Wow. That's and, cool. And, you should uh, teach me the song so yeah. I can teach my kids the song. <laughs> yeah, and it's just simple ways. Go ahead, Tim, sing. <laughs> I, insist. I, I would love to, but I won't I won't I won't punish everyone. <laughs> oh goodness. But it's just a simple little saying that we teach our kids, or we taught our kids, read your Bible, pray every day, and you'll grow, grow, grow. Yep. 
And then the opposite is just as true. Yep. Shrink, shrink, don't, shrink. Yeah, exactly. Don't read your Bible. Don't pray every day. And you'll shrink, shrink, shrink. Yeah. So nobody ever comes to me and says, hey, it's so legalistic of you to make me like brush my teeth and have food, like eat every day. Yeah. And like, I can't believe you make me shower. That's so legalistic of you. It's like, no, it's actually good hygiene. Right. And if you want things to function normally, then there's some basic maintenance you have to do. And, and they're not bad. You know, like right. I enjoy eating. I actually enjoy brushing my teeth. It's pretty satisfying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, but uh, that's how basic this stuff is to the soul of a person. If you want good hygiene and you're going to neglect showering regularly and brushing your teeth, right. then those things, your hygiene is going to disintegrate. It's going to shrink, shrink, shrink. And, and, um, and the thing of it is, the person themselves may not notice when they don't brush their teeth or don't shower or bathe regularly, yep. but everyone else around everyone, them knows. Oh, Tim, drop the mic, oh walk my. away. That was so good. Wow. That's so true. Because like, if you have been growing spiritually, you can see when somebody is not. So yes. let me give you like an analogy. Sure. So we've got some guys who are pretty fit at our church. We've talked about this in the body. <laughs> you did yes. about the bodybuilding episode. Um, we got some shredded dudes, one of whom is on staff who could kill all of us with oh, just yes. the glaze of an eye. Yeah, Matt is more Matt awesome. is amazing. And um, uh, we're not jealous at all of his body. No, but, no, yeah. no. <laughs> but when I start to gain weight, right? Because I tend to gain weight every once in a while. You, you're like Mr. Stable physically. Your metabolism. <laughs> I hate your metabolism. I love you. But um, but uh, as soon as I start to put on a little bit of weight, you know, all the fit guys are like, we see. We see. They start yeah, grabbing yeah, my love yeah, handles, yeah. you know. Like they're they're very touchy with me. And oh, yeah. uh, they're like, I see that, Michael, you know. And um, when you are in a fit condition, you can see when other people are are, are, are going yes. down. It's, it's one of those things that um, you know it. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows it. Yeah. Most people won't talk about it because like, again, my friends will come up to me and say, you're getting fat feeling. So like mm-hmm. figure it out. But mm-hmm. most people aren't going to go up to you and say, your spiritual life is disintegrating. It's not looking good on you. And honestly, you're a little bit less desirable to be around because sin is winning more than Jesus. You know. Right. So here's, I want to, I want to help our listeners think about sin, maybe in a way that helps with reading the Bible. So Michael, why Tim, why? Should I read the Bible every day? Okay, I want to grow, grow, grow. I don't want to shrink, shrink, shrink. Got it. But what I think our listeners may not fully understand, nobody really fully understands this. Let's be straight. We don't fully understand it. But what maybe the person asking this doesn't fully understand is that sin is so pervasive that there is no part of you that it does not consume. Oh, absolutely true. Your logic, mm-hmm. your rationale, your emotions, um, the way you make decisions, the way you feel, the way you process information, your physical body. Sin is so pervasive that there is no aspect of the human physical, emotional, or spiritual that Jesus does not immediately or inevitably have to remake or recreate. Right. I mean, we get new bodies eventually. Mm-hmm. Now he's recreating us from the inside out. And so we we have um, this this these phrases that we use. We say, your wanter, your picker, your feeler, and your thinker, they're all broken. Oh, yeah. And if you are not engaged in God's word on a constant basis, and I mean constant, like daily, regularly, yes. more than a two to three minute like Devo book mm-hmm. in the morning. Yep. You're going to lose the mental, emotional, physical decision-making battles of the day because you are so heavily 
influenced by the pop culture machine that you can't win. That is so true. And so we come into this world broken by sin and we see it in my kids. Everything about them is broken. The way they think, the way they feel, the way they act, the way they want, the way they demand, the way they obey or disobey, the way they manipulate and slander and tell on each other and all this other stuff. There's nothing functional about a child. And, uh, and, and so like we need to understand spiritually, that's what we're like. And if you, Take yeah. my child physically and you don't give them correct boundaries and teaching, then they're going to become terrible people. Or I should say this way. They're just going to be continually who they already are. That's right. Right. Um, and so it's the same way spiritually. Like you come to Jesus as immature as a baby is, as a, as a little child is, as an infant is. And if you don't have God's word forming and shaping your mind and your heart, and your emotions and your decisions, you're going to be like a 30 or 35-year-old adult um, who's acting like a four or five-year-old. I yeah, want yeah. that. Give me that. That's She's bothering me, you know, like that kind of stuff, yes. you know? So it's just an analogy to say, you know, if you're not going to read the word, you're not going to fill your mind regularly with it, you're going to be in a physical body, but spiritually you're going to be like a child. Yeah. And mature, spiritually mature people pick up on that. That's right. So I'm not trying to like be shaming or unnecessarily condemning. I'm just I just want to say um, you cannot underestimate how pervasive sin is, and that the remedy for right thinking, feeling, acting, and decision decision making is having our minds transformed. That's right. By God's word, this is this is the means. So I would look at the person and say, Do you want to be a spiritual baby for the rest of your life, or do you want your physical body? to coincide with your spiritual maturity. Okay, you're 40 years old. Now do you want to have the spiritual maturity of a 40-year-old so that the two are consistent? If you avoid intake of God's word, you will constantly have a discrepancy between your physical age and your spiritual age. That's right. You could be 25 and have the spiritual maturity of a 55-year-old. Yeah, if you've been in God's word regularly. If. Yes, if. If you've been in God's word regularly and you've allowed God's word to invade every portion of your person. Yep. So is it okay to be a Christian and not read the Bible? No. 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 If you are going to be a Christian, if your view of being a Christian is I'm going to get out of hell and maybe my life will be a little bit better if sometimes I do the right things and I have a little less guilt, your understanding of what it means to follow Jesus is infinitely too small. Oh, yes. He has created us not just to get to heaven, but to change the world. To change the world through him and through his word and through yep. what he is giving us to understand who he is and what he wants, yep. not just for the world, but for our own personal life. Right. And without being in God's word, we just don't know what that is. Yep. So, you know, like I want to change the world first and foremost through my immediate sphere of influence, which is my soul and my family yeah. and my friends and my church. You know, that's my sphere. That's all I got. I mean, we right. have a podcast, so this is one way we're trying to, sure. to bring to the light out. of Jesus Christ to the to a broader audience. But uh, I'm going to start with my soul and my family. Right. And I'm going to do that by putting the word of God central to that. I want to talk to my kids about the word of God. I want to engage in the Bible. I want to bring them to Awana and to church. And I want to talk about it at night. I want to ask them what they're learning with Jesus. Right. I want to pray with them regularly. Um, not because I'm a legalist, but because... I also want them to eat food. Right. I also want them to brush their teeth and learn how to bathe themselves. I want to take care of them spiritually just as intentionally as I take care of them physically. But that's just an analogy, I think, to say that's why it's so relevant and why that's why it's so important. So we want to change the world. I want to I want to change my sphere. I want to be 
Um, somebody who, when I die, Jesus says, because of the way you lived your life, the kingdom of light, the kingdom of Jesus moved further. Right. And if I'm going to neglect the word of God, I'm going to be conformed to the culture, not the kingdom of Jesus, yeah. and I'll never win the battle. Mm-hmm. Amen. So got to read the Bible, and we're not just legalists. I nope. mean, we got to love the Bible. If we are a baby, we have to have normal, regular feedings in mm. order to grow. As a young child, we have to have regular eating times mm-hmm. of meal. And that's the only way we're going to grow. Yep. If we are a person who've come to faith in Jesus, understand that he loved us, died for our sins, why would we think that we can physically grow with food and yep. physically not grow if we don't eat? Yep. Why would we think that analogy wouldn't play true if we don't yep. regularly intake God's word yep. in our lives. Amen. Now, Tim, do we want the person who asked this question to feel bad about asking the question? Not at all. No. No. If anything, I think we want to just would dismantle some wrong thinking mm-hmm. and hopefully be just a, maybe a catalyst. Maybe we have to do it through a subtle rebuke. Maybe we have to do it through encouragement. Um, hey, do you want to change the world? Immerse yourself in God's word. Right. Right. Um, Hey, stop, stop acting like a spiritual baby, step up, you know, and Mm -hmm. jump into God's word. And maybe another podcast question. So I'll challenge our audience to ask it is what if I don't love God's word? How do I jump into it? I love Jesus, but I just have a hard time with God's word. That's a great question. We won't answer it right now. I'll wait till somebody submits the question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know, this is part one of a second part of the question. And the second part of the question says, I believe the Bible has contradictions, which also might help to explain why the person doesn't really want to read the Bible because mm-hmm. they don't have a lot That's of confidence right. in it. Does a person have to believe the Bible is inerrant in order to be saved? I say we come back tomorrow. Let's do that. We tackle that one yep. and we throw a party. Listeners, please join us next time when we answer that question. God bless you. Looking forward to sharing with you next time.